Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. The looters stole my saddle. Guess we're going to have to ride this thing bareback. It's high noon for Tuesday, September 15th, 2020. And I'm going to get to some topics I missed yesterday, or should I say skipped yesterday for your benefit? Or maybe mine. You'll never know. Maybe I just got bored at the end of yesterday's episode and decided enough was enough. But here we go. There are so many exciting topics of conversation. And the first one that I skipped yesterday was the shooting of two police officers in broad daylight, in cold blood, in Compton, California, which... If you've ever heard a Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg record, you will know as the, one of the most dangerous places on earth. I don't know if it is or not, but I do know that gangster rap makes it sound that way. And the incident over the weekend reinforces that belief for me. I believe it was Saturday night that this all happened. Um, anyway, that's, that's what it looks like to, uh, have your stereotypes reinforced. So anyhow, uh, a guy goes up to a police car. The police are inside just sitting there and the man pulls out a gun and starts shooting at the two police officers, both of whom are in the hospital. Apparently the female police officer he shot is a 24-year-old woman with a six-year-old child who he shot literally through the face. So thank goodness she survived. She was actually putting a tourniquet on the other cop after they got out of the car and she called in for help and backup. Amazing. I mean, amazing and good for her. But the incident is disgusting. I mean, that's an assassination attempt on police officers. That is targeted killing. That is terrorism. That is literally domestic terrorism. 
They are trying to make it so that cops will leave the force and not do their job. They're trying to make it too dangerous to accept that job, especially for the amount of money they are paid. The way we view the police as these inhuman uh, enforcers of state violence is insane. They are people who often live in the communities they serve, and they are there to keep those communities safe. Okay. You don't need every single cop in the country to be a perfect citizen to understand that what they're doing is good. Some of them are bad, just like some of every large group are bad. Right? I mean, NBA players are our heroes, but some of them aren't very good people. And you know actors, right? Actors are bad people sometimes, too. It doesn't mean they all are. And to make matters worse, as they are often wont to do, Black Lives Matter posted an Instagram post yesterday where, with the headline about the two officers being shot. And in the caption... Black Lives Matter wrote defund period the period police period. So they are basically in support of premeditated murder of police officers. Where is trained Marxist Patrice Cullors on this? Where are Black Lives Matter leaders anywhere on this? Where are Democrat leaders anywhere on this? Where are tech leaders? Where are media leaders? Where are the professors in academia? Oh, no, they're posting in support of what the guy did. And I was having a conversation with an acquaintance of mine in Los Angeles last night. He is um, woke for show. and But he also will perpetuate his woke for showness in individual conversations to make sure that everyone knows he's woke for show. And he was like, well, that's just not true. Joe Biden uh, came out against this today. And I'm like, really? That's your example. That's your example. Joe Biden, after four months of extreme violence, that is every bit representative of what Black Lives Matter, the organization, is about. All right? There's no denying this anymore. There is no difference between Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And there is no difference between Black Lives Matter and the Democratic Party. They are all a part of the same system and the same organization. Otherwise they would be condemning the other parts of the organization constantly because they are ruining the lives of Americans, stealing their property, burning their businesses, and causing racial tension and hatred. And none of them should want to be associated with the other ones, but they are. And they don't deny it, and they don't try to change it, 
They just keep operating in harmony. The only reason Joe Biden came out and made that statement on Twitter, I believe, is that what else can you do when you are a major party nominee for president? What else can you do? You have to come out and make a statement about that. Of course, the problem is the rest of his party doesn't back that statement. And none of them will denounce Black Lives Matter or Antifa. And so the statement is weightless. There's nothing to it. And this is beyond the fact that Antifa and Black Lives Matter wouldn't listen to a goddamn thing Joe Biden said anyway, because they simply don't care about Joe Biden. But that statement rings hollow because he spent the entire summer sitting idly and silently by as this domestic terrorism swept across the country from city to city to city to city. It's now in the city where I went to college, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, because a man was shot by a police officer as that man sprinted at him with a knife in his hand, ready to stab him, which, you know, is something you can get shot for. What's the meaning of self-defense or is self-defense no longer allowed? And maybe that's where they're at. Maybe they really believe that self-defense is no longer allowed. Maybe they believe that if you are on the right side of politics, you can go around stabbing police officers and that should be okay. There is no morality in these movements. There's no morality in Antifa. They are not fighting for a good cause. They're not fighting against fascists. They are the fascists. Okay. Black Lives Matter doesn't have a good cause. Black Lives Matter has received hundreds of millions of dollars from corporations and from citizens and they route it all through the Democratic payment platform. And no one knows where their money goes after that. Why? If they were interested in saving black lives, they could have initiatives set up all over the country. They could be building schools and community centers. They could be providing security on streets. They could be starting jobs programs. But instead, their primary function is grassroots organizing. Something that you can literally do with no money. What is their purpose? Their main account, their official Instagram account is saying that those officers being shot is just more proof that we need to defund the police. There is no morality in that organization. I know it's scary to say what Black Lives Matter the organization is because people are going to stand there and call you racist, or I should say sit there and call you racist from the comfort of their little computer before they go back to watching reality television and filming their workouts and dinners. You do not have to listen to these people. There is more than enough open sourced proven evidence out of their own mouths about what they are 
Patrice Cullors says she's a trained Marxist. What else do you need to know? What are these tactics? These are revolutionary tactics. And so I said to my friend, you know, that's a pretty empty statement. Like you're really giving me Joe Biden as the example of these different, you know, the different parts of the old guard speaking out against this violence. Joe Biden is your example. Joe Biden. The guy who doesn't even think in complete sentences has real conviction about this event. Where was he when Black Lives Matter and Antifa protesters were trying to burn police officers' eyes out with lasers? Where was he? Where was Nancy Pelosi? Oh, she was getting a haircut. You do not have to silence yourself about what this organization is and what is happening right now. They are totally fine with an ambush gunning down of two police officers. They are okay with that. Even their own followers, some of the greatest simpletons this country has ever produced, were mad in the comments on Instagram. And I say they're the greatest simpletons the country has ever produced because we are now, what, June, July, August, and half of September into the ongoing George Floyd aftermath that has nothing to do with George Floyd, who also was not murdered by Derek Chauvin. He overdosed on fentanyl, and that's what the autopsy shows. So we have him, a criminal, a former convict who held a gun to a pregnant woman's belly while his friends robbed her. We have Jacob Blake, who is, uh, who sexually assaulted the woman he was with and then fought the police officers. And now Kamala Harris says she's proud of him. We have Breonna Taylor, who is involved with drug dealers and drug dealing. And she herself was involved. She got hit by a stray bullet in a gunfight that started by her boyfriend shooting at cops. And these are the crises that we are supposed to imagine justify all the behavior of Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And that people can still support this three and a half months later without without having so much as looked into these cases so that you can know what I just said is true. Without even having done that, they continue to put their support behind this organization. They continue to talk about Breonna Taylor and all this stupid shit. None of this justifies what has happened this summer. And of course it doesn't, because what happened this summer is not about George Floyd or Breonna Taylor or Jacob Blake. This is opportunism. No one should put up with this. No one should support Black Lives Matter. They are hell-bent on destroying the country. That's what communists do. 
That is their goal. Their goal is the breakdown of the nuclear family. They say it. They want prisoners out of prisons. They want open borders. You can read these things in their platform. I talked about this stuff at length in the Apocalypse Now episode. So go back and read that or listen to that. You can read it on Substack, but listen to it on the podcast if you want to know more about my full opinion on this race narrative and the gender narrative is included there as well. But this stuff is disgusting. And not only does Black Lives Matter not condemn it, they condone it. You should understand all of these events now through the lens of are the old guard institutions condemning this behavior? If and when they are not, you should assume that they support it, okay? Because they have no qualms about condemning other behavior and supporting this particular group. The NBA and the NFL and Major League Baseball, they all have these, you know, Black Lives Matter stories that they tell throughout every game. They have... Uh, Black Lives Matter and end racism and other silly slogans around the sidelines of the NFL games, um, on the court at the NBA games. Have you seen any corporations say anything bad about Black Lives Matter or Antifa? Antifa that Jerry Nadler pretends does not even exist. Antifa is a myth, they say. Give me a fucking break. I'm so sick of this shit. And you guys should be sick of this shit too. All right? This is not how societies function. And the fact that a political party right now is running to represent the whole country and they can't separate themselves from this group, and of course they can't because Black Lives Matter donations get filtered right through the Democratic Party payment platform and no one has any idea where they go. How did Joe Biden get so much campaign money? Where's his revolution? Does he have a revolution like Bernie? Bernie's 10% revolution. Bernie Sanders has surely outraised Joe Biden. But Biden has zillions and billions of dollars. Of course, from people who are really just trying to make society better, right? And so my friend topped it off with the truly preposterous idea that, uh, well, when Joe Biden gets in, he's going to unify the country. I was like, what? I, I could not believe. And I said this to him. I was like, I, I really, really did not think that any person actually believed that. I, I'm, I'm utterly shocked. I did not know that anyone anywhere really believes that Joe Biden can unite the country. How is he going to do that? The only thing Joe Biden could do is pacify the media temporarily. They would just write their hail to ourselves songs and think pieces 
about how the media corrected itself. Oh, you're going to get that from the New York Times or the Washington Post for sure. A week of op eds about how Joe Biden won and restored dignity to the country because the media really figured out how to do its job. They're going to paint themselves as heroes. I mean, hopefully that will not happen, and I don't think it will. Joe Biden winning, I mean. But that's what we have to look forward to. What can Joe Biden do to unite the country? Aside from appeasing the institutional elites, there is nothing. I mean, maybe the Hollywood entertainment industry and the media stop constantly whining. And so the stress level goes down for people who pay attention to them all day. But there's nothing else. He has unifying policies. No, he's going to run a great economy. No. 47 years in office. Racist the entire time. The racist statements from the past, the policies. He wrote the goddamn crime bill. That guy, that guy, that guy is going to unite the country. And this person has like a business out here that, of course, relies on this kind of self-image making and the approval of Hollywood liberals. Doesn't seem to know a goddamn thing outside of what that bubble says. But he's very certain, very certain Joe Biden is exactly what we need to unify the country. Good God, that's stupid. Um, all right, let's move on. Different topic. So the Lincoln uh, Project's uh, genius, Rick Wilson. Rick Wilson, by the way, used to be a Republican strategist, apparently. Rick Wilson had posts of a Confederate flag cooler on his Instagram till like a few months ago. It might even still be there. But multiple posts with this cooler. That Rick Wilson, that Lincoln Project, that bunch of grifters and hacks. Last night, he, he tweeted that uh, QAnon was started by a pig farmer and a uh, senior vice president at Citibank or something because they discovered who what, who owned the QMAP.pub website that has recently been taken down. Rick Wilson thinks this is incredibly funny and telling and I mean, listen, maybe I'm not getting, giving him the, the benefit of the doubt enough, but the tweet read like he thinks that that's what Q is. And so a lot of people are confused about this, and I've actually been meaning to talk about it for a few weeks, but that's not what Q is. Q is not the people on the internet talking about pedophilia, okay? Q is something entirely different. Q is only one person or maybe like a small group of people, but probably only one person. And that person posts on a message board 
called 8kun, which came out of 8chan, which came out of 4chan, okay? And the Anons are the people on that message board and the people that go digging for information to support what Q is talking about or to understand what Q is talking about. Q is said to be a military figure or former military figure very, very close to Donald Trump who is laying out what will happen and what the quote-unquote deep state is responsible for. Now, the deep state is uh, like the old guard version of the political parties. There are members in both parties. And the CIA, the FBI, military intelligence, all of that, okay? And the Q drops, as they're called, are just reflections of current events or things that will happen in the future, dates to anticipate, storylines to follow. He's not out there posting about satanic rituals and baby murders, okay? That's the Anons who believe that stuff. And you can either believe what they say or not. I don't care about any of that. I've said multiple times on this podcast and elsewhere that Q could easily be a psyop or it could be someone in their basement who's just a superb storyteller and has this huge community of millions of people hooked on the story, all right? So I am not attesting to the legitimacy of any of this, but I am saying the media has no clue about what I just said, or they are just simply avoiding talking about it because I don't know how anyone who spent more than two minutes looking into this could believe their portrayal of it. And so getting back to Rick Wilson, QMAP.pub was just a place where they simply had Q-related information. And on the main page was each new Q-drop. And people used to go there and look whenever there would be a new one and it would link back to the original post and to other sources of information. And that's it. So that site is what got taken down. That doesn't stop Q from doing anything. It doesn't mean that the people who owned that site are Q. Again, you don't have to support any of this, but not knowing what it is and then talking about it makes you sound like a fucking moron. And the funniest part is that the people who do that are out there calling other people morons about something they themselves don't know anything about. That would be like me going to Asia and trying to dispute the rules of Hyalai. Of course, here's the thing. I don't even know that Hialeah is an Asian sport. It might be Brazilian. I don't know. Which means I don't talk about Hialeah. It's real simple. And then if I knew I was going to have to talk about Hialeah, or I kept seeing Hialeah come up as a relevant issue to know more about, 
what would I do? Well, I would start researching Hyalai. I wouldn't just take some dumbass from the Lincoln Project's word for it. It doesn't matter how many times the woke people you follow on Twitter tell you what QAnon is or, you know, the QAnon, like fucking Jake Tapper and shit. You know, the QAnon conspiracy associated with satanic rituals and child pedophilia. Yeah, no, Jake. <laughs> That's just the Internet. The same people talk about that that follow Q. Some of them. That doesn't make them the same thing. It's ridiculous. And this shit is how the media treats everything. They give you enough information to make you feel like you know something. Knowing that you have a big enough team that agrees with you that you will never have to actually defend yourself. And if the situation ever arises where you do, you just get to turn it around on the person who's accusing you of not knowing anything and call them racist, sexist, bigot, homophobe, conspiracy theorist, whatever. It's so cheap. Speaking of Jake Tapper, over the weekends, uh, he... he decided to be the hero that would finally call Disney out for filming part of Mulan in uh, Xinjiang province where a million we- uh, Muslim Uyghurs are being held in Chinese concentration camps. So, so bold, Jake. And he even went the extra step and called out the NBA because they have a basketball academy there where the new prospects are beaten and tortured to make sure that they're good at basketball. Jake Tapper, modern day hero. Jake Tapper, by the way, is also embroiled in a little scandal of his own as he was trying to convince a Republican not to not run against his good buddy, Connor Lamb, who is a Democrat. So check that one out. That's a good time. Jake Tapper pretends that they're really great friends, but all his really great friends actually were reporting that Jake Tapper was stalking the dude's phone, basically, so that Jake Tapper wouldn't get in trouble for his obvious political bias and manipulation. But so Jake Tapper did the heroic thing and called out the uh, organizations that many of us have been saying this about for months. It's nice that Jake joined the team. And then he blamed it on Donald Trump. He blamed it on Trump as if the NBA and Disney have anything to do with Trump. But Trump at some point had said something that they have taken as promoting concentration camps. So now it's Trump's fault. The level of stupidity, the level of maliciousness, the level of dishonesty, it is unbelievable. And every day it's more and more and more bullshit. All right, I'm going to leave it there for today because I am interviewing a friend of mine who I've known for many years 
who is on her way to coming out as a Trump supporter, and she has a public profile, so I'm not going to name her until we have already recorded this and she has done what she needs to do online. But I am going to jump off, and I think that I will probably post that interview for Saturday unless uh, circumstances arise that make me want to post it sooner. And so that will be a good one. Uh, guys, if you can, please... Um, follow Instagram, Twitter, uh, at I'm your moderator. The Substack is I'm your moderator.substack.com on the Substack. You can listen to, or sorry, you can read all the essays that the titled podcasts have been about apocalypse now controlled demolition, whatever. It's great for going back. If you want to find where I source things or the stats or anything like that, um, cause you can just, you know, press control F and find it in the document. Uh, so yeah, so that's it. Um, please go rate the podcast five stars on iTunes, subscribe, share it with your friends. Uh, the numbers keep going up, which is really amazing. And I have you guys to thank for that. So I really do appreciate it. Uh, I will be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a podcast network. I said podcast twice there. Maybe I should do this over. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Listen to more Hopesful. Goodbye. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and give it a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts so new listeners can take your word for it. You can follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I'm Your Moderator. If you have feedback, you can email heymoderator at I'mYourModerator.com or use the hashtag HeyModerator on Twitter. If you'd like to support the show, search Be Reasonable on Patreon, where I'll have additional daily-ish segments in a special podcast feed of the show, as well as my writing and audio readings of those articles. You can also go to anchor.fm slash be reasonable and become a supporter there. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Be reasonable. Moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble. And bit shoot. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofi. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range.